0: Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to this edition of V-Radio and Johnny Walker Dread. I don't know how long it'll take for all of you to be able to hear what I'm saying. Usually about 10 to 12 seconds or so, so I'm just going to say some things about how awesome it is to be the host of V-Radio, working with Johnny Walker Dread with these awesome guests that we have. And there we go. I can hear myself on the other streams. We are good to go. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Our guests are going to be Wendy Rittenhouse and Mackenzie Rittenhouse. And my co-host today is Johnny Walker-Dread. Today we have already kind of discussed with them some of the things that we're going to get into today. There are still pending litigation, so please be aware of the fact that they're not going to be able to talk about necessarily everything that you may want to talk talk about. So if you're there in the chat, remember that we always engage with our chat, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be able to ask every single thing you may want to be asked in this situation. So first of all, I'm going to let you guys um, introduce yourselves. Wendy, go ahead and tell them who you are.
1: Hi, everybody. I am Wendy Rittenhouse. I'm
2: I'm Kyle's
3: mom. (laughs) I'm Kenzie. I'm the youngest one.
0: The youngest one. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Okay. Just of two.
0: I think everybody on my channel knows who you are, Johnny, but you want to take a second and tell them? Sure. I'm Johnny Walker Dred, host of the Johnny Walker Dred Show. Mm-hmm. I
4: have over 300 videos on the Kenosha um, shootings or whatever you want to call them. So if you're interested in the Kyle Rittenhouse saga, mm-hmm. um, my channel is where you go and see if there's anything else I need to tell you about. But no, I don't think so. So go and like and subscribe to my uh, show. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, that's enough for me. All right. Awesome. So we had, you know, basically reached out over time to be able to finally get this interview with you guys. And I think it kind of comes down to the same thing that was the reason why Grambo, you know, chose to be on our show as we're not going the mainstream media, is that people have been kind of playing games with you guys, essentially treating you, you know, as either something to boost ratings or something to talk about on Twitter. But you're human beings, and this impacted your real life. And it's, I think, easy for people who get caught up in the media storm to forget that there's real people on the other side of these situations. So we wanted to give you an opportunity to be able to clear the air about the things that had happened to you and your family, and specifically to give you an opportunity to humanize yourself to people who are not aware of who Wendy and Mackenzie really are, beyond just what they've read in the headlines. So, um, Johnny, do you want to go ahead and start the questions?
4: Sure. Uh, By the way, uh, Faith was originally uh, scheduled to come on. She just couldn't make it tonight. So disappointing. But um, here we go. Um, I want to ask both of you. And actually, I think all my questions are going to be to both of you. Okay. but you have. okay. so there is going to be a verdict read uh, in the trial. And the night before and the day, can you tell us what it was like? Uh, we'll start with you, Wendy, and then uh, McKinsey, if you can follow up. I mean, what was going through your mind? What, what was what was that like?
1: Nerve wracking. I we barely slept. that I mean, for those two weeks for that trial, um, it was listening to the witnesses, listening to Kyle going on the stand, Binger, him talking. That took a a lot. <laughs> Just, yeah,
0: that took a lot out of all of us.
1: Yes, definitely. <laughs> well, I was—we were in the courtroom. And that was a lot. <laughs> um, a day, we were there. I mean, when they rushed the case, um, we were there for those three days because it took 24 hours, 25 hours for them to come back for a verdict. That Friday, um, we we're sitting in, in the room waiting, and we didn't know the verdict came in. We found over Twitter from Jack, Jack's feed. I, I can't say his name because I don't want to butcher it. And we had to, um, Natalie was like, okay, let me find out. And it's like, yeah, the verdict's in. I started getting hyped, like, oh my gosh, you know, nervous, shaking like a leaf. I started crying Kyle was like, Mom, stop crying. And I'm like, I had to go to the bathroom. I was in there for a little bit. Just trying to get my, to get together, to be strong. I put some water on my face and I came out. And um, it was Kyle, Mark, Corey, Natalie, the the three lawyers. And our security LT walked them out we started crying. Mackenzie just broke down, started crying. It's like my brother, my brother. And I was crying. Dave was there, Dave Hancock. Um, He's like, girls, you got to get together. And I'm like, he's like, you guys have to breathe. That's all he kept on telling us. Got to breathe, got to breathe. And I'm like, okay, girls, we got to, we're, we have to hold together. Then we walked together with down there. The girls went first in where we we're sitting. I sat closer to the aisle. And Dave was sitting sitting next to me, and then Mackenzie and Faith. And I sat in front of this guy because I didn't want the media to look to look at me. I was like, because I didn't want them to see me ball in case it came back to a not guilty. I mean, a guilty plea. And I was just sitting there just holding my breath and just hearing them saying not guilty. It felt like forever when you're there and when I, when they said not guilty, you can see like in a video of me going like, Oh my God. And I was like, it was like not guilty. And I was holding Dave was holding my hand and I was grabbing on his other arm. Like I didn't know, I didn't know I was Put my nails into his arm, and he's grabbing my hand. I'm he. I thought he was going to break my hand, honestly, because Dave is a big, strong guy. And everything came down, not guilty, and I just sat there, and I was like, like this big relief just came over my shoulders, and it's like I can breathe. And the girls were crying, and. And Dave said something in my ear or something. I don't remember what it was. And I told the girls, but I don't remember what it was. Then we got up and um, TC and one of our other security said, come on, Ma. And come on, Ken. Come on. And I just took off in the courtroom and go to the elevator. And, and I'm like looking. I lost the girls. I'm like, where's my daughter's at? Because I ran so fast. And... Then the girls came in, out, I mean, PC was out waiting for us to get in there. And we had the cops with us, of course. And I, then Kyle runs in, Mackenzie and Faith just, just like hugged him so tight. I'm sitting there crying and it, we had to go down, I don't know, a couple floors down to the, like another carway. To another elevator. It was like going through a maze, and we got into the vehicle. And I just remember, um, Mark and Corey and Natalie, and Kyle. And I saw Kyle saw LT, and Kyle just just jumped over and hugged hugged LT so tightly. It's like, and I was like, I was just sitting there crying and happy and just filled with emotions and we were just like oh my gosh you know it's like we're just smiling and we're like crying and we're just like so relieved that it was not guilty and we went home Uh, we were I left my phone at the courthouse up in the room I couldn't call any of my family um till later on that night then later later Kyle came home we just like embraced him. He's like, "Where's Milo? You know, Miles, Miles Cow's dog." And he's Miles, like jumping, like all happy and stuff like that. And we were just so overwhelmed and exhausted at the same time. But the the night of the verdict, I didn't sleep that night. I I was up maybe at, uh, up all night because I was on alert because. We, we had the security, we had the, um, the, I mean, security cameras, but I was like more up that night than anything of the verdict. I don't know about the girls or anything like that. They can explain how they feel.
4: This is a good opportunity for McKenzie. McKenzie, the same question, but how did, it, what, were, what was going through your mind and, and how were you handling this?
3: So that day um, of the verdict, we weren't sure if the verdict was going to be red or not. But that day, like, I had that feeling that it was going to be red. Because my stomach was, like, my stomach felt so weird. Like, it was, like, all tangled. And I was just so nervous that day. And then I remember we were sitting down for lunch. And then, like, we find out that the verdict is not And so um, Kyle and the lawyers go down first. And then I like break down to my knees, like crying, because I don't know if that was just the last time I could actually be next to my brother or see my brother. And I just didn't want the worst to happen. So I like break down crying. And then I pull myself together for my brother. And um, we all we're all sitting um, on the bench, like three rows back from Kyle. And when they read the first verdict, I felt like, like, oh my god! Like they listened to the facts and the evidence. They didn't listen to the chanting that you could hear outside the courtroom. They actually listened to the facts and the evidence. They they weren't. Um, I don't know the word but when you're scared of the mob they weren't they weren't scared of the mob they came with the correct and honest verdict but when they read the third verdict that's when i knew kyle like the rest of them was going to be not guilty
0: okay that was one of my questions Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah there's actually a super chat that's here um and we can get Mm -hmm. into that afterwards but it it corresponds with one of the questions we were already going to ask so i'll bring it up Mm -hmm. when you're done
3: Mm -hmm. and just like after the last one i just like break down like crying hysterically and Mm -hmm. i was just trying to keep it together because there were so many cameras in the courtroom and i was just trying to keep it together but like i couldn't Mm -hmm. and then as when we get in the elevator when we rush out of the courtroom i hug kyle so tightly and he hugs me so tightly and i'm wearing glasses and my makeup gets all over the glasses, and I couldn't see him. That's how hard he hugged me. Mm-hmm. And that day, like, I'll never forget that day. Never forget the feeling of like anxiety, just like going away. All of that going mm-hmm. away.
2: Yeah, I so, would
0: ask. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. You, you go ahead, Johnny. And I I I'll would go. Just ask everybody in the
4: uh, in the chat or everybody who is watching to think about what it would be like if they were in their shoes. I mean, this is your son or your brother and stuff like that. And as Mackenzie said, this may be the last time you ever get to be, you know, actually with him.
2: Mm-hmm. That's gotta
4: be, you know, um, let me ask you as a kind of a follow-up. but did you, how often did you think about like the worst thing that could happen? I mean, did you admit, Im- imagine, you know, like what it was going to be like, how much did that consume your feeling or were you more optimistic?
1: i've every day since you know since when this happened every day he could go to prison the rest of his life i had that he might go to prison the rest of his life i had to go get therapy from this incident you know I, I talked to a therapist and she was i mean she helped me out tremendous and i every day I was thinking my son is going to go to prison for the rest of his life that's all I can, that's all I was thinking about you know I'm not gonna have my son for, for he fe- defended his life you know I was scared to death people that knew me my family kept I mean every day they called me my one sister, Called me every day to make sure I was okay, and my friends, that my true friends, I I talk to to this day. They still call me and ask how I'm doing. You know, I love them dearly. They're from, they're from my family. You know, and I just you know, just getting through the trial, the ups and downs. I mean, the, it's the bullshit of this. It was a circus. It's like every time you turn around, it was a circus. And I didn't want to be in that circus. I wanted the truth to come out. And it was very difficult for my family to go out and stuff because we were scared to death that someone's going to recognize us. And I... We had the security, I have to say, we had the the best security ever. I love them to death. Um, Shout out to LT, Kenny, TC. I I could not have a better team to take care of my family. And they, I put them as my family too, and they're still my family, and I will always love them. You know, they took time out of their lives to protect my family. And I couldn't be so grateful for them. Even with Dave, you know, Dave was there um, uh, a year before, uh, Dave Hancock. He I met him like the, nine, the 18th and 19th of November of 2020.
4: Uh, Winnie, I'm gonna think I'm gonna okay. stop you on here on that one um, because there's pending litigation. Hope you don't mind.
1: Okay, no problem.
4: I mean, I think and, it, um, was, it was going to be fine, but it could easily veer into areas. we don't Yeah. Mind.
1: And with Dave and stuff, I will always be grateful for Dave for Dave and what he did for my family for Kyle. I will always be grateful for him, and, and I love him and the guys
3: forever.
0: <laughs> so did you want to comment on any of that Mackenzie before I get to the next question?
3: Um it's kind of similar as my mom's. Like it was always in the back of my head, but I never expressed it towards Kyle when I talked to him. I'd always like tell him that like he's going to be okay. Like he he will be fine. The truth will the truth will come out. They will see the truth. But in the back of my head it's always like They could believe the media, they could believe the mob, they could be scared for their lives, their families, Mm -hmm. and just say he's guilty to protect themselves because of how dangerous the mob was. But I never really thought about it too much. I've always wanted to think positive. I knew God was on our side. God was helping us, helping me and my brother, my family get through whatever we're going to get through. So that's, probably, that's basically it. I just try to keep a positive mentality throughout. Mm-hmm.
0: So we got a super chat here from a longtime friend of the show, Lucifer mm-hmm. the Doberman. Um, biggest okay. question, what has it been like personally to deal with the aftermath? We know both of you have had to adjust your lives because of this. Also, tell us some of the positives that have happened because of it.
1: Um, the aftermath, um, we moved Um, because it wasn't safe where we were at. We're in Wisconsin, in Illinois. We couldn't stay there. We had to uproot everything. We had to leave things behind. And, I mean, that was terrible. We couldn't go back to the apartment to get any of our stuff till like, later. And the aftermath, um, we met some really... Nice people. Um, we're back in the workforce, working and stuff like that. And no one, I mean, where we're at, I'm not going to say where we're at. And it's, you know, we're back back doing normal things, you know, and not, not worrying that someone's going to recognize us. It's like, say, hey, you are such and such mom or something like that. Um, But, you know, there's always that possibility. But we did meet some really nice people where we're at and just doing the norm.
4: Okay. By the way, um, somebody did mention this. I do not want either of you to respond to it, but I will go ahead and make a statement here because there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be watching this that um, are maybe not as informed Mm -hmm. as others but um, Wendy Rittenhouse, the mother, did not drive Kyle to the protests at all. And she had zero, absolutely nothing to do with the gun purchase or Kyle possessing the gun. That's I'm, I'm going to say that. So that way, anybody watching can now get the story straight. But I really don't want either of you to comment on that, if, if you don't mind.
0: <laughs> okay. um, Mackenzie, though, if you want to answer the previous question about the aftermath, and, and we also... Were there any positives that came oh, out I'm of this for your I family? sorry,
4: I shouldn't have. No,
3: you're uh, all right. So the, the positives, I've grown so much as a person. I've matured. I'm probably like the most matured 19-year-old person I know. I'm ex- like I th- I take what happened to me and I take it like a like really well. I think it happened for a reason. It God, God made that happen to me for a reason. Happened to my family for a reason to grow us stronger as people. But the aftermath of the trial, um, I was like trending on TikTok, whatnot, and 4chan and Reddit, with like guys like, oh my God, Kyle's sister, and people were like talking like nasty about me. They were like talking about wanting to do things to me wanting me to be sexually assaulted and posted on, like, a website and all this stuff. And when I read that, like, people, like, wanted to pay for me to get sexually assaulted for repercussions, I, like, did not leave the house for a week. I, like, like, cried and cried because, like, how, like, how could people think like that? And how would that make it right? Or, like, fair, you know?
2: Mm
3: -hmm. And it, like, hurt me a lot. Like, I was scared to go out in public because what if one of these people had said that about me? And I walked past them, you know? So I, like, I was pretty scared for a while. But I'm overcoming it. I haven't gone to therapy at all yet for it. So I'm just, like, bottling up everything. But that's pretty much it.
0: it's that comes back to the the need to humanize you guys so that people recognize dude you guys are talking about a teenage girl and you're talking about her getting sexually assaulted like but what level of creep and like you know just absolutely disgusting person do you have to be to think that that's a funny joke under any circumstances yeah you know and it's it's, oh i'm sorry go ahead well no it's fine i just want to comment you know 4chan is always going to be a mixed bag because you never have any idea who shows up. But um, there are also, though, people who use 4chan who did a lot to try to help exonerate your son. And, for example, the identifying who Joshua Zeminski was. 4chan did that. You know, passed it on to me and ended up in my documentary. And that's the only reason that guy, anybody even knew who he was or what his involvement was. So it's it's easy to throw a label on the whole group. but I And I get it. Trust me, you, it justifiably so. There are people on 4chan that... Honestly, some of them, I don't even think they actually believe the nonsense they're saying. They're just trying to shock people, you know, but at the same time, they also meticulously investigate, like they're the reason, for example, I was able to find out who Daryl Brooks was, the guy who drove his car into a parade, you know, because some of the people that are on there legitimately are just interested in trying to get to the bottom of things. So anyway, go ahead, Johnny.
4: Well, I was just going to ask, did any of those threats um, reach the level where you were calling the police? Were they needing to investigate those i mean obviously if they're anonymous there's not much necessarily you can do but
3: yeah so i didn't go to the police or anything of it because like i felt like you know like freedom of speech like they could say this but there's no action behind it you know so i just like like that was the last like thing i've ever read about myself i stayed off twitter about everything so I have like that was the last thing I've ever read and I just put it in my put it behind me and just moved on.
4: It's truly amazing. I can't imagine what what drives people to do that kind of stuff. But.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: well again, people are not real to them. They're just playthings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. So yeah. that that's one of the reasons we're doing this. So um mm-hmm. Johnny, did you want to read the next question?
4: Uh well. When you go out and you're walking around, do people recognize you? Do they say things to you? Do I mean, are those things? Do you do you get any encouragement or do you catch a lot of flack? I mean, what your daily life? What is it like?
1: Um, my daily life, I you know, I go to work, I do my eight hours, and I go home. It's just one-on-one care. Um, I take care of a little girl with special needs. Um, the family doesn't know who I am. You know, I'm just there to take care of the little girl, and she's wonderful. I love her to death. And when I do go out, um, it's no one. It's like I'm just another face in the crowd. I am seeing another. I am seeing a guy, but I didn't tell him my circumstance. Um, who? What happened to my family? I when I moved here, I met a guy and. Three months later I told him who I was. And he was like, holy shit, you know? And he was like, the he goes, my friends um gets a big kick out of four doors and more whores. And and he goes, Holy shit. But he was very, very like worried about my safety. He goes, I don't want people to know who you are because i'm a, I'm scared for you I said it's okay i'm I mean if it was hindsight 2020 I would never went out. There would never been an us because we were from 2020 till after the trial when we moved, we saw each other. you know we lived in a house that was it. now we're out of this, in the midwest we're in where we're at now, and
3: we can breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm.
4: McKinsey, how about you? I mean, do people make the connection?
3: Um, I've had it happen. Um, it was like recently. I had it happen where um where when I was at work somebody had stolen my badge and then they figured it out. But luckily they didn't really tell anybody and they just kept mm-hmm. it in between, you know mm-hmm. like on the down though. And um but I don't really tell anybody that I'm Kyle's sister because a lot of people had viewed me as just Kyle's sister, but I'm Mackenzie. I'm not just Kyle's sister. Like, Kyle is Kyle. I'm Kenzie. And I don't want people to put a label on me.
4: Yeah, and that's the reason why you're on the show tonight is because, you know, you are Mackenzie and you are Wendy. Wendy. And I mean, even when you were interviewed, uh, Wendy, on other shows, they really just wanted to talk to Kyle. They just, want, they just yeah. wanted to hear you talk about Kyle, but not we're not here for that tonight.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, with the interviews um, um, before the trial, Kyle, Mark, um, did not want him to do any interviews. I was Kyle's voice. I didn't like doing the interviews, I was a nervous wreck. And I was when I did Tucker Carlson, I was scared to death, man. Even Kyle goes like this, Mom, you're gonna be fine. There's gonna be four or five million people watching you. I'm like, thanks, Kyle. I really <laughs> want that. And it made my my insides what in not. And I was like, well, I and Everybody, I did not mean to say I will take you down to um, to Biden. <laughs> I I mean I got shit from it from my family. It's Like, what the hell did you say that for? And I'm like, I meant my lawyers will take them down. Not I was just like <laughs> nope. I just I was like I messed up. I'm like oops. I was thinking back of my head. Yeah, I'm gonna get investigated by the FBI now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Oh boy.
4: <laughs> yeah. And by the way, uh I think it was Lucifer said something um uh, great eye makeup. I don't understand that. I'm wearing sunglasses. I don't understand how anybody could even tell. So
1: Mackenzie does a beautiful job on her makeup. I think I'm you were talking about McKinsey. <laughs>
0: Well, you were clearly talking about me because it's so obvious that I'm wearing it, right?
2: You look gorgeous.
0: Thank you. Oh thank God. you. I work very hard on this. This, this Guy is Fox how you
3: normally look. This, mm-hmm. is just, <laughs> this is just my skin. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, Leo, do
4: you have another question?
0: Well, we we do appreciate that you decided to wear your skin for the interview. That would have been very difficult. <laughs> of course. Um, so, <laughs> we, okay, um... Do people... Well, we already did that one. Um, mm-hmm. Paige, William, Paige Williams came out with an article in The New Yorker that at the time you looked, down, looked upon favorably. What is your opinion of that article today?
1: Um, I had to go back and read it the other day because I, I, I remember the article, but I didn't remember what parts of the article. I did not like the title. I'll say it there. I did not like the title. But she did have some good points in in the article and um, it was, I mean, there, when we did the interview, it was um, on the 13th. It was a very emotional interview. It was like six to six to seven hours long. It was very emotional. And later on, I mean, when she left and stuff like that, I got a call that my mom passed away. I was very emotionally on top of that, and with the article, it did have some good points, and it got across. Even Judge Shorter said he read the article because um, she did interview Kyle to ask about the um, what was in his medical um, bag because I didn't know what was in. He he came down and he said what was in it, and that was it. You know, she did her job and there's some parts i didn't care for there's some parts that she hit nail on the on the dot
4: and by the way the viewers out there i have a five uh, video series on that article where i read it verbatim and then i give my opinions on it Mm -hmm. Um, mackenzie did you have any comments about that article i don't recall if you were um if you offered much in opinions for the uh, writer I can't remember
2: if
3: i'm honest i did not read the article
4: okay yeah my opinion of it was that it was a hit piece disguised as you know um well they always do this they're always going to come to you you know you just have to tell your story it's going to be so wonderful you you to tell your side Mm
2: -hmm. but
4: these writers they you cannot trust them and my opinion of paige williams is not very good, and let me give you an example, uh, Wendy. But um, you have uh, at the time when when Kyle had gotten in trouble at school or something. You had uh, dyslexia, and you yeah. transposed letters, which happens. She actually typed in verbatim your letter that you wrote to show everybody the change, and then in the in the actual audio, they pronounced it correct incorrectly. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I have never heard in my life an author of an article doing something like that. I mean, why would you do that?
1: You know, it's like making fun of a person with um, Down syndrome syndrome or special needs and stuff. Yeah, I have dyslexia. I have a learning disability. Yeah, I struggle with that all my life. And that's one thing I get very mad about when someone... Um, picks on me about that or calls me on it, It's you love me for who I am, not like if I can't spell a word right.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, what do you think, Neil? I mean, you know, let's take this letter where there's been letters transposed and let's type it in verbatim to show everybody. What do you think?
0: Well, I have dyscalculia, which is the less known cousin of dyslexia. Um, My math skills have been frozen at like kindergarten level. Well, now kindergarten level, like when I was in school, it probably would have been second grade level, but the stuff that they had my kids doing in kindergarten was too much for me. It's difficult, I think, for people to understand how tough it is. You don't always see things backwards, but like mathematical concepts like freeze up in my head and all of my siblings have dyslexia. So I'm very familiar with struggling with that nonsense, too. Um, it sucks and, and it. I think that it's interesting to me how how back and forth this sort of thing is, is that, you know, so, for example, when um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner came out on the issue of trans athletes and sports, they turned on her instantly and said horrible transphobic things about her. And these are the same people that would want someone canceled, you know, for daring to even utter anything that they might consider transphobic. Like the rules totally change. I guarantee you that if you know if they caught somebody that they didn't like saying something about somebody's learning disability or their you know being disabled, they would want that person canceled too. But again, the rules just move back and forth and left to right. And if they hate somebody, then all bets are off. They can just take the gloves off and just do whatever they want. And you know, I didn't actually read that because I just, to be honest with you, one of the things that I encountered through all of this was that basically all the media was absolutely useless in my investigation of what happened. Totally useless. And I watched your interviews and stuff because I wanted to get a feel for it. I would say that mm. one moment in particular stuck out in my head was like, you know, when somebody asked you if he should have been there and you said, nobody should have been there. Yeah. So I was like, exactly. yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because it always begins like as if the chronology of wrongdoing doesn't start until Kyle arrived. Not as if perhaps that, they may have broken an elderly man's jaw the day before because he was trying to put a fire out. Not the people who had AR-15s and were shooting them at police bearcats from the BLM side. I have all that video on my channel. None of that stuff. None of the burning this you know city down. None of that's wrongdoing. It doesn't start until the kid shows up with a group of people who are kind of sick of their community. Getting
4: hey uh, Neil, I think we move on.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, we're right, starting they, to
0: get talking about.
4: Right, what but the point is, America. is that you know, as I far point, as like.
0: You know nobody should have been there they they don't look at it like that that's that's how it that's how it should have been but other than that i just stayed out of the media because most of it was totally stupid you know yeah. um i got my information from watching the raw footage myself mm-hmm. so but that would have been my comment on that
4: okay and by the way everybody um we had talked about before the show started that um both uh wendy and Mackenzie understand that we might step in from time to time because of pending litigation we're here to help them uh, get their words out, get everybody to understand them better, and the last thing we want to do is uh, for something to get broadcast that they would regret. So, Okay. Uh, time for another question, or did you want to, any other you want to comment? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, here we go. Um, go for it. The fundraising page. This was a really big problem. You would try to create a fundraising effort, Mm-hmm. And it would get shut down. You want to talk about that a little bit? I think this is probably, probably for Wendy mostly.
2: Um,
1: yeah, sure. Um, the We did a lot of frontways here because I'm a single mom, barely getting by and stuff like that. And uh, it was hard because we got deep platform 22 times. Um, 22? 22 times we got thrown off. And it was, Dave helped a lot on there and he helped so much try to get us back on and stuff. It was frustrating for him because, I mean, we got, we got on one, one platform. Three hours later, we get thrown off. It was all, I mean, back and forth because people did not want to socialize anything with Kyle, anything. But Dave busted his butt on that. And he worked super hard to get get this platform going and going and going. And we finally get it on track. And people tried to derail it. And certain lawyers, not mentioning who, tried to like don't don't donate, you know, it was hurting us financially because we were in a red. Till the trial, and when the trial started, then we started picking up donations, and we got out of the rut, you know. But we were even. But the twenty-two times getting deplatformed for 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 it, it was super hard to raise any money, any money for Kyle's defense, and it was just a big giant headache for all of us that was working in for getting this platform started. And it was, I was getting aggravated because Dave was like keeping me in the loop and stuff. It's like, yeah, we got deep platform again. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? And he's like, he's like, calm down, calm down. We'll get it. You know? And Dave did his job. He did it best ability he could do. And I couldn't be grateful for him. he, he busted his butt on that. He made sure we got on on the rails and went through and got everything situated. and And he did a lot, you know. And a lot of people said some nasty shit about him, but you know. Okay,
4: I'll tell yeah. you what. Let, let's not talk about Dave Hancock much, because uh, again, we kind of decided early on that we would not um, talk mm-hmm. about him too much. There's issues. you have
0: a Quick comment that's just relevant but isn't about him. But um, Daryl Brooks had, meaning the guy who drove the car into a Christmas parade and killed six people, injured 40, he had a GoFundMe up for like a week and they never took it down. I was like, so you can be a guy who gets an SUV and kills a child and elderly people and injures 40 Mm -hmm. and guns it over their bodies and they'll let you leave up a GoFundMe for that. It's crazy. But Kyle gets taken down like the same. An hour,
1: day. less than an yep. hour. People right. were trying to do a GoFundMe, like within twelve hours of the shooting, taken down. I mean, it was horrible. Um, trying to get it. We tried something for financials because we weren't working. It had just a picture of me and the girls. They they recognized me and the girls. Didn't mention anything about Kyle or whatsoever. They took it down. And the GoFundMe, they can leave off like people, like you said, Brooks, running over six innocent people, children, old, the elderly, injuring people, you know, for a week. And but the media twisted everything around. I saw an article. There was. Two
2: Two uh, articles Mugu's... like oh, there we go.
1: Uh, w- um, Kyle crying and him crying and they just flopped it back and forth, you know. But I was like, it's just it's just it's like they choose and pick. OK, we're going to do this one. Oh, no, you can't do that one.
0: It's politics.
1: Yeah, it
2: is.
0: If they, oh, if and... they sense... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, like, actually, I'm going to do a shout out here to this group. Um, like, for example, on Facebook, a lot of us investigators had started a Facebook group, and then they would all get taken down because Facebook didn't want any pro-Kyle stuff on at all. And so then they literally, Orkanut and some of the other investigators made this group and called it the Joseph Rosenbaum Memorial. And it was secretly always a place to put links to help Kyle. And all of our investigations went there. So, in other words, we had to disguise our group. So that people wouldn't know because Facebook would try to take it down. And then as soon as he was innocent, I went in and put this as the background and then changed the name of it. We told you he was innocent as kind of a big F you to Facebook. But stuff like this and social media was so crazy at that time.
1: Can I say something about Facebook? Sure. Um, With Facebook, the day of the incident, a couple hours later, Facebook deactivated Kyle's Facebook. Facebook. And um, what is it? Uh, Facebook, his Instagram, anything. Anybody who had positive things about Kyle, they went to Facebook jail. And when night of the incident, after I had service on my phone, the messages that I got from people calling my family racist, white supremacists, Nazis, horrible this one person kept on messaging me he's like if i was there i would kick your butt just nasty very nasty people i don't have facebook no more i care not to because it's garbage to me facebook is garbage
0: kenzie did you have similar experiences with social media um
3: yeah, so a lot of people started um, following me on Instagram, um, and I had to go through and um, like basically deactivate my Instagram for a month so people could like forget my Instagram handle, and then I could just change it and then reactivate it. But a lot of my friends, um, they would post really negative things about my brother but then they would text me like if you ever need anything i'm here for you." Yeah. nice friends. So sorry <laughs> going through this and then exactly what i would do blocked you're not my friend so pretty much all of my friends mm-hmm. vanished i i had um one friend and she stuck through the whole entire thing with me and mm-hmm. her and her family has done nothing but try and help um, the situation, um, share the GoFundMe links, reach out to people, Mm -hmm. like talk to people who would ever talk bad about Kyle. And they would like, I'm so grateful
0: for my best friend. Well, that is another positive that a situation like this is going to create is you really will find out who your real friends are. Oh (laughs) yeah. What were you going to say, Wendy? Yeah, because
1: people were messaging my friends on Facebook. Messaging my friends on Facebook and stating, "How can you be friends with a, a a fat piece of crap like her? She raised a murderer. She raised a this and that. I mean, people were calling my family in Michigan, threatening my family. My my nieces had to come to the house because my sister was scared to death, and my mom was sick at the time, and they had to change their number." They had to call the local authorities, the sheriff, and they came over, did um, did a, um, wrote down a statement, and they'll follow up on it. And they did their job. And my mom got her number changed, and it stopped because they changed the number. Because Reddick leaked my address, my all my phone numbers, my parents' phone numbers. My, I mean, all my family's number, they had to change everything because of Reddick. And because I'm like, people were being so nasty to my friends and my family. It was horrible. Even um, after the trial, um, the local sheriff department came to my childhood home where my brother lives. And my sister-in-law answered the door. It's like, oh, I remember you from last time. And it's a small town. Everybody knows each other. It's like, yeah, we read the, I mean, we saw the verdict. We're, you know, we're here in case something happens. Just give us a call because we remember from the night of the incident, what happened to um, Wendy's mom and stuff like that, people calling and stuff. And the local sheriff department did step in and helped my family.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: so a friend of the show logical checkmate just sent a super chat like to pull it up um i think we've kind of went over some of this already but cheers can i ask you uh what were the darkest moments of the saga and how did you get through them i think we kind of already went over that but what was the moment you started to see hope i imagine when the entire media apparatus and Biden were lying about Mm -hmm. kyle it must have been tough so when was hope
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was very tough and I pray to God every day, um, just praying and praying and praying. You know, I didn't go on social media, you know, because I didn't want to see the lies. You know, I didn't turn on the TV because I didn't want to hear the lies either. I avoided every social media out there because I didn't want to see it because it was a lie. They didn't tell the right. truth. And... TV, CNN, none of that. I didn't. I, I didn't want to watch it because it was lies.
4: Yeah, I mean, it must be tough to just sit there and read, and read something in print,
2: mm-hmm. and
4: there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can fantasize about what you would do to that person if you ever found them, but <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it, and no. it has to be just a real shock. Um, hmm. When did let me ask you? When did your first time that you saw your name being like out there beyond what you would normally see? I mean, I would think I would look and say, "Whoa, my name is here," and there are people all over the country seeing it. Did you ever have that moment?
1: Um, probably the night of the sh- I mean, the morning of the shooting. Okay. The morning right. of the shooting with everything going on, people saying. Some really nasty stuff about my family, you know, and just saying some vulgar, very vulgar things t- about how they're going to shoot up my family, oh, shoot wow. up my cats. You know, I mean, it was downright disgusting.
0: Shoot up your cats. We, yeah. we need to tell people they that we're going to kill their
3: We wanted to kill my cats, too. They better not. My kitty cats are safe and sound. <laughs> nobody's it's funny as is like
0: my that. kids always joke about that like if people are getting hurt in movies they don't care but like if if, if that cat dies i'm not watching the rest of this movie <laughs> you know, like, that, that's just, how they just, it. I, anyway I
1: mean, it was nasty
0: and it just it's it's amazing to me again like you know just it, it it's all that tribalism that it's okay to do this because you guys are supposedly the bad guys but um so Has your last name given you trouble finding jobs or making friends?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's been very, very difficult to make friends because, like, people my age, they're, like, in college and they're partying and... They go out to clubs, like do all this stuff. And it's like, I'm not that type of person. I'm not even a Disney person either. I'm not an amusement park person either. I'm just, uh, I'm just traumatic. Mm -hmm. So basically it's really hard to find friends that I could fit into my bubble because Mm -hmm. it's just, I'm like, I'm just so different. And it's really hard to Mm -hmm put myself in other people's shoes and get out there and be comfortable with like actually
0: living a normal
3: life but it's really hard because what I've had to deal with and I'm still dealing with it to this day Mm -hmm. um, like I have night terrors I'm not like I wasn't I wasn't there I would like I was just on the sidelines of the whole thing Mm -hmm. but it affected my life so badly that I have night terrors it and I get anxiety a lot because of it and I never really spoke about it to anybody I didn't really open up to anybody about it it was really difficult for me too because I just sometimes I like could get sad for a week because of the incident but it's been incredibly hard to make friends because I feel like nobody could understand me yeah
0: sounds like you'd get along just fine with my daughter I'll be sure to introduce mm -hmm. her to you
3: (laughs) I can like Disney. I like Disney.
0: (laughs) So, all right. I guess, um, Johnny, do you want to read the next one? Okay.
4: Uh, This one is, I think, can be handled by Wendy, because there's a a picture going around with your son holding what I think is a machine gun bazooka. He's like nine years old. And I'm telling you, that is a terrifying weapon that he's he's holding. Oh, my God. Tell us the truth about what happened there.
1: Okay. My friend, he he built it. And, you know, when you're nine years old, you're curious curious, and stuff like that. Kyle is a fake gun. It's a fake gun. It was built. It It's just totally fake. It is fake because my friend built it. And he's not going to let a, him hold a real gun at nine years old. It's an air soft gone and kyle just wanted to hold it that's it and i took a picture of it you know and he thought it was kyle smiled and stuff and he thought hey i'm holding something that my friend was built you know he wanted to hold it and that was it you know simple it's a fake gun who didn't play with
0: toy guns like seriously who didn't play with toy guns like Maybe some really, really, really—I don't know—socially, whatever people. But like, I played with toy guns. Like,
1: yeah, just, I. mean, again, it's just water desperate... guns. Yeah, water it's guns, a... Nerf guns, and stuff like that. The kids had them, you know. Right. I mean, who? I mean, who's? I mean, when you're a little, you probably had fake guns too, you know. It's it was a toy. Come on, people! Right. It wasn't a real gun. Anybody who is a gun expert would say fake. Come on.
0: It doesn't look real.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I know. That's why the whole thing was so it just it's another example of just desperation at trying to find yes. anything they can to try to besmirch you and your family's reputation. Mm-hmm. Um so Mackenzie, have you ever played with any toy guns?
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Me and my sister uh my sister got a nerf gun for her birthday. Oh my gosh. She, so this was like last week. <laughs> So she, it's like these like little styrofoam, I don't know what, but she, she's smacking with it, like smacking me with it all day. And then I'm just sitting on my computer playing Sims, minding my own business. She comes in my room and she shoots me with it, but it hits my face. And then me and her are just like wrestling for the gun. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> yes. God! I, cried. I don't and like
0: clearly nerf guns. like obviously just like just blatant violent behavior my goodness
3: yeah, right everybody it's, plays it's with really nerf like guns it. jesus yeah. i'm i'm going to throw that nerf gun in the garbage <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that thing. the dog doesn't
1: even like it he starts barking he's just a little guy he's like Wr-r-r-r-r. but it's so funny when he barks
3: <laughs> he's like this
1: little little dog
0: so we had another oh go ahead and finish
1: i said like, he's on the couch sleeping you'll be up all night
0: <laughs> okay so the question is do you watch johnny and i's youtube channels and if not why the hell not
1: <laughs> um i watched some i watched some <laughs> of your vfs i mean videos and some of them i'm like you know i was Doing my family thing, cooking dinner and stuff like that, and wasn't on social media because I didn't want to hear anything. But I know you guys were very positive towards Kyle and broke down the videos and stuff. I can be grateful for you guys doing that. And I am trying to catch up on videos, but some certain videos I can't watch because I get anxiety from it from the That's night totally of. Fair the shooting I couldn't watch I mean it's I still can't watch to this day because I I get panic attacks and nightmares and when when the three-year anniversary just happened um, on the 25th I I couldn't sleep and I was just having a very bad day of anxiety and being overwhelmed I was in my room with the door shut because I didn't want to, I didn't want to socialize with anybody. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. So, what about you, Mackenzie? Do you watch any of our stuff?
3: <laughs> uh, okay, so. Oh
0: hate- oh, I have a feeling the answer is no
4: here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, if let me know, but um, I hear a lot about you guys. Like, I get told a lot about what you guys are doing, what you're keeping up with. And then i occasionally watch you guys when i get links sent to me but it's going back to what my mom said it's incredibly hard to like watch things that are about kyle with like the whole shooting and whatnot but i try to keep up i just get told what you guys are doing so it's like 50 50. i know
4: this would be a good time for everybody to smash the like button and yep. subscribe to our channels, if you haven't done so already, the Johnny Walker Dread channel and VT, uh, actually, what is it? Is it V-Radio? it v radio its, it's Dash
0: radio. D- radio yeah. yeah v- I, v- I, all they got to do for mine is just click the hyperlink to your channel and they'll find you over there. If you guys haven't already subscribed to Johnny Walker Dread, you should definitely do so, but I think we have pretty much everybody in common by now. Um, and I agree. See, Mackenzie is not, nodding her head vigorously. Everybody should subscribe to our channels. Yeah, you know, so. Just oh, be, be like I, Mackenzie.
1: Oh, oh go yeah. ahead. Before, before I forget, I want to wish Dominic a happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday, Rat! I love you. Happy oh. birthday, uh, yeah, Dominic. when Black I call Black people rats, awesome. yeah. When I call people rats, like the little kids, my um, like friends' kids, I accept them in the family. Rats yeah. and homers. <laughs>
3: That's, <I wish> <laughs> That's a home. one in the morning. I should have been the first one to wish him happy birthday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, That's we're my... looking forward to the day that Dominic gets on here. We've talked about it in the past. So whenever you're mm-hmm. ready, Dominic, you let us know We've, I people would love to hear your story too, man.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And we don't put any pressure on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we only want them to come on when they really feel like, that it's the right time.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, Moving on, um, I think we've talked a lot about this, but did yeah. you and your daughters receive death threats? I think we kind of went over that. Um, yeah. Did yeah. the police ever investigate any of the threats? Like, no. Did you get any kind of, no no help from law enforcement at all? Go ahead and elaborate.
1: The night of, I mean, the day of the shooting, that morning, the girls went um, different ways. I was dumbfounded. My head was in backwards, didn't know what to do. I drove around for like two and a half hours after they took Kyle to um, Vernon Hills. And Mackenzie called me. It's like, mom, you need to come to such and such place. And I'm like, I'll try. I wanted to go. The cops told me, do not go back to your home. They had cops there to make sure undercover um, police and stuff. I'm like, I'll be fine. And they're like, no, do not go back. And I didn't. I drove around for like two hours, two to three hours, didn't know what to do, crying, freaking out. I went where Mackenzie was and tried to figure out what what we can do. And I called a couple lawyers. One lawyer told me I will not touch this. God God help your son. Another one want 200K up front. I'm like, I did not have 200K
3: whatsoever. Yeah. Like by the next day, you want to do yeah. 200K. Exactly.
1: And
0: that um, was to do what again? I'm sorry, I missed that to part.
1: Repres- to represent Kyle.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. Then John Pierce came along saying...
4: Are we we safer with this? Because yeah, we're
1: safe. We're safe with this. John Pierce came along stating someone needs to get a hold of the Rittenhouse family. Yeah. The internet, blah blah blah. I talked to his um his other lawyer, um Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. I have to say he Andrew treated my family with respect and dignity. And John only cared about John. Everybody needs, rep- I mean, lawyers and stuff to represent them. John only cared about John.
4: Okay, I'm getting a little uncomfortable with it. I'm just looking after you.
1: What is that? <laughs>
4: um, I'm just looking was, after I your I best interest.
0: Sorry. But, um, you know, no, I get it for sure. And I guess that kind of... um brings us to it's interesting that you had so much trouble finding somebody to take this case initially mm-hmm. but you know i imagine when you guys you know like when the fundraising finally came together that that started to change you'd think that lawyers would be falling all over themselves wanting to be involved with such a thing but you know um so did anyone try to track your family's whereabouts as you moved from address to address and if so what were they doing
3: um uh, i'm not too sure about that one
1: We had wonderful security to help us and made sure we were safe. And LT made sure we were safe. I mean, I met him, tall glass, he is super tall. And he told me, I will protect your family. And and, uh, I have to say, I love LT (laughs) and he protected my family. He made sure we were safe, you know, I mean, once it was December, right after Kyle got out of—I mean, a couple of weeks after Kyle got out of um, jail and stuff—and that's when I met him. And he promised, like, "I'll make sure your family's safe." <laughs> you know, he was like, Good. <laughs> "Some days I think he wanted to rip his hair out because with my family, because we start arguing over the stupidest shit." He goes, "I'm out of here."
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Somebody's weird. asking
0: for clarification. Who's LT?
1: He is. He was our security um, um, before, before and after the trial. And yeah.
4: we've interviewed him a couple of times. I think on uh, somewhere, but I've heard from him. He
1: right. he's wonderful. I mean, he he made sure everything was, by, I mean, to the T. We had an incident that it was the old landlord that drove in the property. And Kyle was outside with Milo and he hit the panic point button. and LT was like right there. And then, and he's like texting me, do not come to the house cause I was at the Walmart getting groceries. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, I need to go home. I need to protect my family. Cause I was always like the protector of my family. And when the guys came along, it was a different role for me cause they were protecting my family. And I was always the protector of my family. And they they knew it, you know. It's like it's mom, it's Wendy, I got this. I said, I'll have you back too, because I'll be right there if something happened. And they're like, no. <laughs> they always tell, no. I'm like, right. They always told me, I got it, I got it, <laughs> you know. But but they did wonderful. I mean, mm-hmm. I love them to death.
4: Did mm-hmm. you want to give a shout out to Natalie Wisco as well?
1: Oh, I love
3: Natalie. I love Natalie. Yeah, she is like the most beautiful lawyer I've ever seen. Her hair is like everything, her hair is natural, it's naturally that color. It's so amazing. I love her so much.
1: Yeah, Natalie, oh my god, she is so wonderful. Mark, oh, I love Mark, Corey, yeah. Natalie, the doc, you know. And before the trial, he, um. They want to talk to those girls to Paris. It's like, okay, don't be talking, blah, blah, blah. And Mark goes, he looked at me. We're not gonna say anything to no one, right, Wendy? And I'm like, what are you looking at me for? I'm like, because you <laughs> know how you are. I'm like, I I was I was scared to death. I mean, when we pulled up, it was Kenny and T C in the vehicle when us girls in the back and TC was like okay my, okay girls we're gonna do this and um, the girls went first and then media just swarmed us I mean it's just swarmed us and stuff and I was like freaking out I was trying to hold it together I was like oh my god because these people are like you didn't know if someone's gonna jump out and stab you with something or just sure. knock you over or put a microphone in your face. And the girls went and I want, and TC was like right there. And when it was getting more and more, LT will come in. And media, I remember this day, the media was like all over us. And I grabbed LT's arm, and he goes, It's okay, I got you. And I'm like, You just be okay, just go. And he goes, I got you. That's all he said, I got you. I'm like, Okay, LT, just make sure we're safe. Then closer to the The verdict, we just went in the back, and they just dropped us off in the back. We just went through the back, and they didn't let anybody in because we had to go through metal detectors and stuff like that. And we're like, I wanted to do that, you know. But when the truck, when Kyle testified, it was a very emotional day for all of us. The girls didn't go. It was just me. And our um jury consultant Joan Jo she did she picked the jury out for OJ. I wow. yeah.
4: I remember hearing that, yeah.
1: She she was my she was my rock. Dave was with us, he was my rock also. I cried when Kyle was crying, and I was down. I remember. Dave saying something in my ear. He told me a joke. And I was like, it was, what was what's the dentist's um favorite time? I'm like, what? He goes, two footy. And I'm like, because he wanted to break it. He wanted to to break the ice. Cause I was like, I was crying. You can I was slobbery crying and um both of them were my rocks that day. And when I left, left the courtroom, TC was my rock when I was walking out. He was like, okay, mom, I was quiet the whole ride because I would be talking or saying something. I was dead quiet. I was trying to get my bearings back in because Kyle wouldn't talk about the incident incident that night. Because he didn't want me to cry, to cry or me to worry, but I saw the videos, and it to this day it still freaks me out. There was a time I I asked Dave to take me to the spot where Car Source was. Dave agreed. is like I okay. I'll take you. That was the first time I've been there because I wanted to see what Kyle went through. Dave and I walked the whole Sheridan Road where he went down to car sort Three and came back. We went to the spot where first gunshot was shot.
4: Okay, Wendy, just be careful. Okay.
1: Yeah, and. I was shaking and Dave was there for me cuz I wanted to make I wanted to see what my son went through that night to be to be there to see that spot and cuz that changed everybody's life my family's life and everybody else's life later on I had a panic attack in Mark's office, no one was not with me, besides um, David's dog Bailey, and she comforted me. I was freaking out, and no one didn't know that I I had a panic attack besides the dog. And I love that dog to the death. I mean, to death. I love her. And and she was like, I was holding her, trying to get back to normal, to be okay, be okay, and have my Okay, I don't want people knowing I had a panic attack or I freaked out. I didn't want anybody to know in the office that I had one. And I was very quiet that day. Dave was like, Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine, Dave. You know, thank you for taking me to this spot because I need closure on that. And I was safe. I knew I would be safe with him because. Dave promised me that I will always protect you and your family. I will always be grateful for him for, for that. And I was, you know, ever since that, I never went back there. I mean, we went to the courthouse and stuff, but I never went back to that spot where everything changed my family's life and everybody else's life.
0: Do you ever return to Kenosha at all?
1: Um, yeah, we just went to
3: Kenosha, when was it, March? We went to, Keno- well, I went to Kenosha in February. Um, My papa, he was diagnosed with stage four, stage four uh, stomach cancer. And basically, throughout the trial, I'm going to get so emotional, but mm-hmm. throughout the trial and th- throughout mm-hmm. everything going on with Kyle, while he was fighting... The f- like, his first time he got cancer, which he beat, I couldn't be there for him because I was having to worry about Mikhail. And so he, his cancer came back, and it's stage four, and it's also in his esophagus, and it's it's growing pretty badly, and, it, and the cancer is winning. So um, I go up to Kenosha, and it's, like, the first time that I was there uh, for a while, almost, almost a year, no, over a year, over a year since I since I've been there, and just the emotions with saying goodbye to like my papa and like trying to like hold him one last time, and then um, we that's February, and then he ended up passing peacefully. With everybody that love that loves him that he loves around him, in March, and we drove up there with Otis, and that was March this year. Mm-hmm. So that was the last time we were in Kenosha, basically.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, just so that we we don't get the wrong message out, your papa would would not be Michael.
3: No, it's. Okay. Not- just want to make sure because I didn't I- want. Yeah, I call my grandpa, my papa.
4: Okay, it's yeah. your grandpa.
3: Yeah, my grandpa. Okay. The Glad kids that up. Yeah,
1: the grandpa, I mean, the grandpas, they call them papas. You know, my dad was the kid's papa. That was always papa. And with their grandpa on their dad's side was papa. And there's another one they just called by his first name.
2: Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, he passed away from cancer. And... It was very sad. When we went to Kenosha, we were, you know, I was, I was scared to death, you know, but I wanted to pay my respects to their grandpa, you know, because I knew this man for 20 plus years and we got along great. And it was very sad of, of his passing and they, it was hard going back to Kenosha, but we went there because we needed to have closure on that.
3: Yeah. My best friend, my like, I know if something were to happen there, that I have like oh like my friend's whole family and army just to like come to my need if anything were to happen. But we didn't really try to go to stores or like go out when we were no. in the area, but.
1: Yeah, they were like, hey, we ordered food. Um, who has a vehicle? I go, I got a vehicle. Oh, can you go pick it up? I go, not with this face. Yeah, really? <laughs> I'm like, I am not going in any stores in Kenosha whatsoever. I drove. It was dark time. I had sunglasses on. I was, It's like 35. I'm like, I'm doing 70.
4: <laughs> Have people come to you while you were out and said stuff to you or? Um, have you been verbally attacked at all?
1: Um, because it was COVID time, had the mask on. And oh,
4: okay, well, that saved. me. Yep.
1: that right there, that mask saved us. You know, everybody. Oh, I don't want to wear the mask. I had that baby on because at the time I was working at the nursing home with COVID. In the day of, I mean, afterwards I couldn't go to work. People were calling. I mean, people were calling my work. News. The media was calling my work also. All my employees, all my coworkers, had to park in the back because the situation, and it was very difficult for my coworkers. And they were people were trying to find me, and find me and my family to do I don't know God knows what you know. And it was very, it was a difficult time for my family. My one of my friends. She she thought one of the nurses goes like is Kyle shot someone and everything, they didn't believe it. Then her boyfriend calls, like, Kyle's on the news. Um, Kyle's oh, on the good. news. Yes. There's There's Sasha.
2: Sasha. <laughs>
3: yeah. okay. I can call it Sasha because she exaggerates her o's. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, okay. Yes. And she um, obviously had something she wanted to add too. Yeah. You know, yes. So to all she's of you cats windy. listening out there. <laughs> if you cats were ever concerned about how the cats of Kyle Rittenhouse were impacted by this incident, you now know. So please continue.
1: <laughs> um, my, my coworker, her boyfriend called her. It's like Kyle shots. There was a shooting and Kyle was involved and stuff. I didn't pick up any, none of my phone calls. I didn't text anybody cause I didn't know. I, I was like, I fell off the face to the earth cause I did not. I said, "Okay, tell me something about myself that me and you know." My one friend goes, "You love cats. You have you hit on this person all the time. You love God smack." I'm like, "Okay, I I can tell. I can trust you because certain people knew certain things about me." And
2: nice.
1: my and my one friend goes like this: "I was going to have you and the girls come to my house or something and just hide and." but i didn't have the room to hide your vehicle in my garage we even talked to um the the owner where i used to work at the nursing home to see if we can hide you there you know they were just going like seeing what we can do because they knew my family and they love my family love kyle you know it was such a big it was like it hit national it was national news you know my friend's daughter lives in London and she heard it and she called her mom and asked, it's like, cause they're people in London was getting backwards. And it's like, wow. You know, it was hidden overseas. Um, what happened that night? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was actually something It's ironic. You bring that up cause logical checkmate has just said he fell asleep cause it's really late where he is. You know, mm-hmm. he's over in the Czech Republic, and was making yeah. videos about this topic. And we used to discuss with him all the time what the the European perspective was on what happened to you guys. You know, um, mm-hmm. do you guys have any kind of um, relationship with, say, uh, Nathan De Bruin or mm-hmm. um, Citizen Anne, also known as Grambo? Mm-hmm. You know, like, did you guys like make friends with any of the people that you know were helpful in the trial?
3: Oh, uh, yes. I talk to Nathan um, here and there. Um, I talk to Nathan when he's with Dominic, and I say hi occasionally.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I've talked to Grambo. I talked to Grambo a couple times, mm-hmm. but I love them both. They're so sweet, both of them.
1: Yeah. Nathan, hello, buddy. Um, Nathan is family towards my family. I finally met Nathan last year around this time. Um, They came all down here for Dominic's birthday, you know, met him, uh, had a great time with Nathan. Um, When we went to um, up north, he came over where we were staying, and and we talked for a couple hours, and he's a great guy. I. He's part of the family. Yeah, I talked to Grambo um, a couple times, but I did not actually meet her yet.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sure she'd probably love to meet you guys one of these days. We make that happen. So, um, I guess now, like one of the one of the questions we had on here was, uh, are there any questions out there that you get asked frequently that you would like to take the opportunity to answer now? Meaning things that you're already in, safe and comfortable to answer, but maybe you're just tired of having to say it all the time. Mm-hmm. So and I'm going to get it like out at, of the head.
4: watching this one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say my last time, my one time only, I did not, not drive Kyle to Kenosha. Because that's always, every time I flop it off, his mom drove him to Kenosha.
3: They didn't watch the trial. I did not drive him. Even the prosecution had stated that my mother did not drive Kyle to Kenosha. Yeah. Even the prosecutor had said that.
4: Uh, And by the way, uh, on Twitter, and I don't know how much you get on Twitter, but if anybody says anything disparaging about either of you, there are a ton of Kyle supporters mm-hmm. in there and fight. Uh, Kayla is in the chat room. She's one of those. There's Allie and Tucker. And you know, and I really, I want to be careful about mentioning too, because the people will get I, there's no way I can mention them all. There's probably 50, 60 Kyle supporters who, who jump in there and say, uh uh-uh. uh. So if you want to go on Twitter and say something nasty about Wendy or McKenzie, you'll get ratioed really mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it gets ugly pretty quickly. You will not win uh, mm-hmm. that debate. And I will say it. Those who research um, the actual facts
2: mm-hmm.
4: always end up on one side of the aisle. And those who don't are on the other The the supporters of the written houses will win every one of those arguments because they just simply know a lot more than those that don't.
2: Yeah, it was
0: a joke that we often said in my discord is that it's like the V signal, which is like the bat Mm -hmm. signal. Somebody will start talking crap and um, then they'll tag me and Johnny into the situation. It was like B radio is entered the chat. Get ready to lose this one. Um, oh, yeah. you know, but it's because of the fact that it's it's like a full-time job on Twitter. And I yeah. when we did the anniversary stream a little while ago that you guys watched, it was just some that was one of the topics. It's like, how long am I gonna have to explain the following okay. things that were known? Yeah. It's not even like you don't have to be a sleuth, you know, you didn't have to sit there and watch all the video that we watched to get to know already that across state lines is silly, the gun was already in Wisconsin. There's all kinds of different things that we knew a long time ago, and then they blame things on like, you know, Judge Schroeder. He was obviously, you know, corrupt. That's why he dropped the gun charge. Was like, no, Binger dropped the gun charge because they read the law and realized it was wrong. It was they was charged in the first place. Like these are kinds of things. Like they're like simple stuff, you know. But we have to, you know, blame the mainstream media for their part in this because, you know, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the tweets that came out. Like for example, like shortly after the the verdict like cnn had to do kind of like a a job of like correcting themselves on a bunch of things that they didn't look ridiculous but i remember all the tweets saying wait a minute you mean he didn't shoot any black people (laughs) it's like no you morons it was (laughs) like we we knew that on the first night what are you talking about you know it's just there was so much crazy stuff and unfortunately it's reflective of so many things going on in this world right now you know but i think it is important for you know to bring up what johnny said which is just that You know, for any time you guys are dealing with this nonsense, you've got to just just focus on the people that, you know, support you. I mean, they're all over my chat right now. That's why I keep highlighting some of them. You know, it's just to say, you know, hey, you know, way more people support you in the long run. Only people who don't know what the hell they're talking about don't. And, you know, just focus on that, you know. And so but that's why I, you know, I'm really happy that you guys came on and. Again, if you ever do have any, is there anything else that you wanted to clear up other than that one? Like, is there anything that you get asked constantly that you want to address? Either of you?
3: Um, normally, if I get asked, like, the same question over and over, I just, like, don't respond or don't read it. Mm-hmm. I just, like, are you stupid or stupid? And I just ignore. <laughs> I go right. on no. about my day and let them wonder. But they mm-hmm. keep on asking me. It's like after <laughs>
0: well, if you're I taking mean, joy in that, I won't interfere. <laughs> go ahead, Wendy.
3: I
1: mean, Wendy. <laughs> I had my Twitter um, my Twitter account for for the trial after the trial. I I it's like I changed my name and call it a day. Because yeah. I I I don't like social media because it's always one sided and I'm like I go on it here and there. But it's like it's the same cycle over and over again. But I have to say, some of those memes are quite funny. And, like, I chuckle at them. You know, people – I know Kyle's going to get mad at me.
4: Okay, hold I on. Have, if Kyle's going to get mad at you, you might not want to say Kyle's
1: going to be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing so hard when someone – Put makeup on him, and he looked like a clown. Uh, oh, oh, well. uh, uh, he, he's, he's like, I I know him. He's like, with four, you know. It it, it to me it's funny. I mean, I have to laugh. Certain certain things are you have to laugh. You at have to
3: recreate
1: it. Yeah, you know, it, it's quite. Sometimes these people take time out, like. Okay, let's throw some makeup on them. Let's put a clown thing on it. Put Bigfoot in the background. Yeah. It's, to me, I get a chuckle out of But it's like, you took, like, what, an hour of your time just to make a meme? To make, like, hey, look at me, you know? But it's it's such, it's, it's to me, I get a kick out of it sometimes. I just have to laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know my family has a sense of humor we just laugh you know we just laugh about it
0: you know it's like yeah you might as well it's honestly (laughs) probably the best way to go about it at this point and it'll help Uh to dissipate the the stress and all that i mean really there's you know honestly justice was done and i i often think you know about like just how much the world has changed because now we've all got cameras in our hands you know imagine how all this nonsense would have went down if we didn't have that you know like If it was just, you know, the words of people there against the words of other people there, you know, um, and it definitely also just changed the country in a lot of ways. We'll be in. It's still rippling. We'll see how it goes. And, you know, I'm happy that you guys have been able to stay strong, you know, through all of this. And I hope that you will continue to do that. And I imagine, you know, things are probably starting to die down. You know, like you guys are probably getting less of it now. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, uh... We do, you know. We're just normal people, you know. We, we we go to work, we do our jobs, come home, make dinner, sit down and watch some TV, and, and do it all over again, you know. And we're just, you know, we were thrown in a situation. That, I mean, Kyle had he what oh, can I say it, it was self defense, you know we were we were in there we we stuck by him from from that moment and on and we'll always have kyle's back always and i love my son he's my only boy he he's my hold. he holds me back when i'm mad you know and our family changed so much we were we were strong as a family then. We're stronger now, you know, with all the bullshit aside, you know, we're a family and family will always have each other's back. I love Kyle. He's my little Homer, you know,
2: <laughs> and
1: he has this before this, he had this wellness of he wanted to take care of people. You know, you always have that. You always have that. Hey, I'm here to take care of you. You know, even when I'm, if I don't hear anything from him, you know, he'll call and say, Hey mom, what you doing? You know, or, I mean, he'll, he last year, I, my, one of my cats passed away. He, he, he got in his, he was in Texas at the time. He's like, I'll be right there. Cause he knows how I am. I would, he got um at the house. He he's like, Mom, you okay? And I'm like, I'm crying still because I might one of my cats passed away. And Faith goes, Mom didn't eat anything for like two days. And he was he was in the kitchen making me something to eat because he wanted to make sure I was okay. He's like, Mom, you need to eat something. And that's the character I always loved about Kyle. He always made sure we were okay, you know? And he has that I will always be there for you, mom, no matter what. And I I love that about Kyle. You know, even with the girls, they have their their characters. I love about them. They always ask, Mom, am I your favorite? Am I your favorite t- am I your favorite child? I go, see, because
2: it's, like, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: just saying. It's like I cook dinner every night. I clean the house every day. How can I not be your
2: favorite?
1: I always tell them it all depends on the day of the week. <laughs> That's a good answer. Seven days a week. It's Kenzie. You know, I said no, I don't have a favorite child. Everybody goes, Oh, before this, like, oh, it's Kyle, it's Kyle. No, Kyle was not my favorite. Yeah, Kyle. Came to work with me. Kyle went to the grocery store. I rather really take Kyle's okay. Yeah, Kyle's okay. <laughs> I rather really take Kyle shopping with me than the girls because we were in and out of the store in less than an hour. We were in that store for like ten minutes. Even school shopping, he goes in, grabs what he needs, like, "Mom, I'm done." I said, "Kyle, thank you," because I don't like walking around the store with Mackenzie <laughs> and two hours. For a pair of
3: shoes, one time for that girl, oh, and no. it was first shot in four. <laughs> it's, it's hard <laughs> finding size four shoes. We were just discussing this.
0: <laughs> so, well, I want to say personally, um, Mackenzie is my favorite of your kids because she came on the show. So, you know that 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 gives her big points for. I would say to, to me and Johnny. Although Stoops.
4: Faith was was upset that she wasn't going to be able to make it out. Well, you know yeah,
0: she like, can come I, next time. You know, and then she can be our other yeah. favorite.
2: <laughs>
0: no. Faith equal is
1: like a me, you know, a lot younger. Uh-huh. Everybody says, "Oh my God, your kids look alike." No, the funny story, Cal, tell me now. When the girls were little, Hannah Montana was. No, um, don't this, Mom. This
2: is embarrassing.
4: Oh, we want to hear this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, if McKinsey, you're out there, you your sister is there. trying to save
0: you right now.
2: <laughs> no, it's about
1: Kyle. They put a wig on him, <laughs> and they put a wig on him the hand of Montana tanamak, and he looked look carbon copy. Okay, hold on a
4: second. I just wanted to step in. It doesn't look like McKenzie wants this broadcast.
1: but it was quite funny.
0: Okay, I okay. will we'll, we'll take your that. word I'll, for I'll it, right. but, you know, if you have any photos of it, I will unofficially like oh, to see
1: no. them. I remember when the kids were little, Mackenzie and Kyle got into it. Mackenzie went back in the house, grabbed her
3: purse.
4: Okay, hold on a second. Is this McKenzie approved, this, this message? No it's,
3: approve? it may, no, it's not approved.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? Not not approved. So, so, approved. On, on the I'm positive sorry, note, have I have to, to uh, say that you are a great sister because I got to tell you, if my kids were in this situation and somebody was wanting to say something embarrassing about the other one, they would have been like, oh, yeah, 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 tell them all about it.
2: No,
1: like I was saying, McKenzie was um, mad at Kyle. Met a Kyle, she went back in her room, back in the house, emptied out her little purse. She we had a, a basketball. It went back, and we had a basketball, basketball hoop, and she had some rocks there. She put rocks in her purse. She Kyle said something to her. She took her purse and started swinging it at Kyle. Her dad and two of my neighbors were over. My one neighbor is like six six. The other 6'2". Just. I am laughing. I'm trying to break him apart. I'm yelling, at him, help me de- break him apart. <laughs> and Kyle kind of, was like, oh, mommy, hurts. I'm like, yeah, he, she's
3: hitting you with rocks, baby. <laughs> okay, I wanted to say that they were rocks. They were like pebbles from the side of the road. Like, nothing too serious. Well, okay. was,
4: that, like, wasn't, that wasn't that bad, McKenzie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well,
1: it yeah, so funny. These old the men board. were laughing so hard. My friend, that 6'6", Chris, and he was, like, overkill. He was just on the ground, just holding his stomach, laughing so hard. And my other friend, Clint, was just dying laughing, just crying, because this little girl, like 40 pounds, six years old with rocks in her purse. And she's like, bop, bop. <laughs> but it was quite funny, but not for Kyle. <laughs> oh,
3: I <see>. He forgave <laughs> me. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, if he wants to get revenge, he is free to come on the show anytime and tell any um, disturbing slash funny stories that he wants. So Kyle now, if you're listening and you would like to come on and share some embarrassing stories about your siblings or your mother, You know, we we are equal opportunity when it comes to that kind of silly stuff here. So If
3: if he shares embarrassing stories about me, I'm going to share embarrassing stories about him. I know one more. This could be very lucrative. (laughs) The
0: the, the gauntlet has been dropped here on V-Radio and Johnny Walker Dread. (laughs) Kenzie Rittenhouse versus Kyle Rittenhouse in a Nerf War. Tune in next week.
1: No, Mackenzie's my feisty one, man. She
3: is my firecracker. She's—I mean—I was was a kid. I used to listen to Godsmack with my mom and my dad. I used to like listen to Pantera. I grew up on like Motley Crue, Nirvana, all that stuff. I was like a little alternative, and I was just—I acted like a boy when I was younger.
4: I love Godsmack too, by the
0: way.
3: Yeah, I love that sweat. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm still
0: a of course. Yes. So no, people are uh, saying you're a lot of fun.
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> i, I, I
0: this over the A lot of people I, are I, laughing about your family stories too. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You
2: know, we're
1: we're just a normal family. You know, we have our ups and downs and stuff, but we're we're always have each other's back. You know, with three kids, Faith is my. I mean, she will. She's my sensitive. She would like talk to you and stuff. When I'm, I mean, when I'm mad, Kyle's my whole He'll hold me back and stuff because I'm like ready to go. You know, he's my person that holds me back. Mackenzie's like, okay, mom, let's go. You know, that's right. how my kids are. You know.
0: <laughs> so Mackenzie's the devil conscience, and Kyle is the one who gives you your restraint. That that's yes, awesome. he's
1: my he holds me back. But, and. But he, I mean, Kyle, you know, he, when when COVID hit, I was at the hospital, and he, when I was coming through the sliding glass door, he locked it. He put, he cans a can of Lysol to me, and he goes, here. I'm like, what's this for? You wearing the COVID unit. This is before we had everything we didn't know. I mean, it was like, oh, my God, COVID, and you know, with the, um, like, little cross thing. He tells me the Lysol. He goes, "Spray yourself." I've looked at him. I'm like, Kyle. What? I'm like, why? He's like, Yeah, Yo, <laughs> you spray yourself because we don't know what this shit can do. And I'm like, Right. Myself, clove Took my shoes off and went straight to the shower. But still, he's like sitting back, like when I was in my room. He's like talking to me out in the hallway. He's like, "How was your day? Did it? You know? And he's like, yeah, How bad was it?" I'm like. I said, it was bad, buddy. I mean, really, really bad. He goes, oh, and he goes, that's bad. Then I went back to the nursing home and he was like, mom, how is it at the nursing home? I said, it's bad. I mean, once we took, once the residents went out to the hospital, they never came back. You know, it hit our nursing home so bad. It's like we lost, we had, we lost 20 people in a time in a month or less than a month with COVID. And I lost my favorite resident, um, my favorite resident. He was such a sweetheart. And I I still have a little, I found a little picture of him in looking for something. I'm like, oh, my little baby. He he was such a
2: (laughs) sweetheart.
0: So that's what you do then, is you care for people in a nursing home?
1: I, right now, I'm, I used to, um, Take care of the elderly with dementia, and Alzheimer's up in Illinois, and when we moved, I was trying to get my CNA license um, transferred. It was a lot of red tape for me, and it just relapsed after two years because if you don't use it, and within two years you have to get um, recertify it, and it's just been a hassle. And I found a job in the healthcare. Um, Field is a one on one care, um, taking care of a little girl with special needs. She's total care. Um, She's nonverbal, but she understands when you're talking to her. Um, G2, she's diapers, she doesn't walk, wheelchair. She goes to school and she's a sweet little girl, but she does have her moments in the beginning, but now. I make her laugh. She loves cats. I make cat noises for cow noises. You know, I do therapy with her. And she's 16 years old. She's such a pretty girl, you know. And some days, some days she has her good days and some days she has her bad days. And um, bef- um, be- um, Thursday before the incident, I was sad. And she picked up on it, and I was changing her, and I told her, "Come on, baby, um, get up, uh, sit up for me." And she sat up, and she knew I was sad, and she just she hugged me so. You, she hugged me, and I'm like, I said, "Oh, baby, thank you." And she goes, and, and she hugged me more. I said, "You knew I was sad," and and she smiled at me. And I put her back in her chair, and we just watched her shows and stuff like that. She sensed that I was sad and she can pick it up. She's very smart, but she can't verbal what she's saying. But she's, she's adorable little girl.
0: And it's it really like, uh, it says a lot for you that you're the kind of person who takes on a job like that. It is to be a very mm-hmm. special kind of person who has mm-hmm. that kind of empathy and compassion and patience. Mm-hmm. I have to ask a personal question. Mackenzie, you said you listened to Motley Crue.
2: Yeah.
0: No, no, there's nothing wrong with that. You see, mm-hmm. I'm an 80s rocker, so I was like, wait, what? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, other than my daughter, who for some reason, like, has the same musical interest as me. But it's one of the reasons I wanted to ask you this. This is almost kind of a segue. But, like, how do people in your generation discover music like Motley Crue?
3: If they were raised right.
0: Oh, mom's <laughs> uh, putting up. Uh, okay, I see what you got there. No, All right.
3: Okay, mom, if I'm honest, it was dad. Um. Me too. It was that. I did
0: say Godsmack earlier. A lot of people in the chat were like, What? Godsmack? Like, I just couldn't believe it. There's this picture of
3: me from 2011. I don't know how old I was. I don't want to do the math, but (laughs) I had like raggedy hair and I was just wearing an oversized Godsmack shirt, like, staring at the camera, and I looked like a zombie. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
0: so you see this is again some of that personal touch you know for me it was like um uh, my son is also a musician he's a guitar player and he's into some of the same bands i am and then he's into some other ones that were not with my daughter i wasn't even sure because i had never discussed music with her but when she's a wrestler so she had an mp3 player and she i asked her what music she wanted on and that she spit out well i would like some motley crew iron maiden and i was like what like where did you even hear about iron maiden you know And I didn't have a problem with it, but, you know, again, music's a little different now, thanks to the Internet. So it was awesome to hear that personal anecdote from you, though. You know, and I hope you continue to listen to Motley Crue and other 80s bands, you know, (laughs) Um, because I think the music of that era is very good.
2: Yeah,
4: I'm sorry, but the the best metal band is out now. It's a group called Bellacor out of Australia. Uh, Incredible. I love them. And Haggard out. out of Germany. So. Just had to throw that in there. And um, <laughs> By the way, I, I am a former reggae DJ, dub DJ. That's how I got the name, Johnny Walker Dread. So if anybody mm-hmm. wants to know.
2: Right.
1: I've, I mean, the kids grew up on like, let me see, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, uh, Motley Crue, Godsmack. Um, I, oh, wait. I love
3: it. We, can't, we can't forget I also grew up, I had another side. I grew up on One Direction.
1: Yeah, that kids had that too.
2: Right,
3: I still fangirl over
1: really? <laughs> yeah, you know, and I—I I mean, Rob Zombie. I, I love Rob Zombie. That's well, Rob,
2: I mean.
4: yeah, he was yeah, great.
1: yeah. I love Rob Zombie. His movies, I mean,
2: very terrifying. I, mm. yeah, it so, <laughs> I like
0: a little sketchy that. there. <laughs> White Zombie when it was a band, White Zombie, in a yeah. very small theater before they had really blown up. And that's yes. that first album of theirs is the kind you can just put on and just leave the whole thing on and just listen to the whole thing. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like some of his movies. I like the Halloween movies that he actually did. Those are the only ones that I can watch. I can't watch scary movies. And he showed how Mike, Michael, Michael Myers came to be Michael Myers. I'm like, but the other one who did the original Halloween movies is like didn't show that. And he did that. I'm like, wow, that's kind of interesting, you know. It, um we also i also love country you know i up north and stuff and my, i'm a midwesterner i'm a michigan girl grew up there when i was 23 then i moved down to illinois
0: i'm actually but, in michigan right now what part uh right now i'm in well i, can't, I don't i'm uh... close to lansing Okay, (laughs) Lansing. I'm gonna say that I I have Antifa that hunt me too, so
1: yeah, um, I grew up um, two hours north of Grand Rapids in a little town called Walston.
2: You
0: blink,
1: you miss, and only there's two people that I actually bumped into. One went to my high school, grew, I mean, he grew. Graduated my high school back in the 50s was James Earl Jones. I met him twice. Once in sixth oh, grade. Wow. Yes. The, the voice of Darth Vader. Also Ted Nugent. <laughs> um, Ted Nugent. Awesome. Of-
0: okay. So this means then that you know what a Michigan left is. And you've probably drank some Verners.
3: Oh, that's when, when I'm sick, man. That's all I oh, want. Sick. We were talking about this the other day, me and my mom. So she was really sick. And she was like... Could you drive to Publix and pick me up um some burners? I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm looking through the soda aisle trying to find um burners.
2: And <laughs>
3: I couldn't find yeah. it. I th- I saw another brand. I knew it was Ginger ale. I saw it for like eleven dollars a case. And I was like, eleven dollars yeah. a case. Probably just grabbed uh, Canada Dry and checked out. And she was like, What is this? <laughs> this isn't Verner's. No, it's definitely
0: yeah. not Verner's. No, Verner's <laughs> is way better than Canada Dry.
1: Exactly. <laughs> if you grew up in Michigan, you know when you're sick, it's Verner's all the way. There's like Ginger ale.
3: I feel like um Canada Dry and that other one, I don't know what the other one is named. Mm-hmm. But I like all ginger ale. That's my favorite soda. That's the only soda I'll drink is ginger ale. Like the nice ginger. love it. Mm-hmm. Better to me.
2: I don't
4: think I've ever heard of this burners. What is that?
0: That's it's, because it's a Michigan thing. It's a Michigan <laughs> oh. thing. It's, it's an like, exclusive ginger ale that's like manufactured here in Michigan.
1: Yeah. it's like fago too. Fago's really oh, fago Michigan only. I wasn't yeah, yeah. sure. Faygo's, yeah. um. fago's delicious. Thing. I like the cream soda This actually, you know, you see it down here is, but it's not the same. I mean, there's this little place by where I grew up at, they have the best beef jerky. You have venison, elk. Elk elk beef jerky is the best. Venison jerky from the store where I grew up at is the best. I mean, I, when we went visit my parents, my mom's, my mom, and my family um back in 2019 not seen them for i mean for a long time i told the kids i said like, we need to go to the store to get this beef jerky i'm like i raved about it and stuff it's venison
2: mm-hmm. They,
1: had, they have kangaroo I was, and ostrich and oak i mean it was the the kids had um the venison and they're like oh my god kyle Was like, oh my God, this is so good, Mom. Even, I mean, even when we went back for my mom's funeral, I said we we had to stop there to get some, and um, they had some these milk doves that Dave bought. Those were actually I never had those before. Those were good, and um, I was telling um, the kids about it, and we bought some brief jerk. I mean, some venison, some bear. And um, some elk, and it was and some alligator <laughs> And I, I, when you had this venison, nothing pairs to what that's for a it's it's one of the best places that you can get get it from. And you can order it online and also on on there, and they'll ship it to you. But I was like, you look at the shipping. And it's like I can just have my family just ship it to me. <laughs>
4: so By the way, i'm seeing some uh, a lot of heavy metal bands listed in the chat I- i'm sorry <laughs> if they're not better than belacore belacore is better so you're just gonna have to live with it
1: at. oh i see stanley hagar yeah he's pretty good yeah, um
2: that's...
1: i'm surprised no didn't say anything about kid rock i mean i like kid rock also
0: Did you, have you guys listened to guns and roses like they yeah. actually really sound good right now Uh, Which is very surprising, you know. But like Axel went to like vocal vocal lessons and all that Mm -hmm. to learn how to take care of himself better. And um, Mm -hmm. Slash sounds fantastic. Mm -hmm. And funny thing is, he's like frozen in time. He still looks exactly like he did when I was a teenager, but like the rest of them have all definitely shown their age, you know. But still, it's amazing to me how great they are right now. But you know what? What I
4: went and saw Gary Newman, you know, from uh, the days of uh, Cars, the song Cars.
2: Mm -hmm. He's reinvented
4: himself in gothic, uh, what they call uh, wave gothic or whatever. It was fantastic. I mean, he's really, really good. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he's better now than when he was back then. So Gary Newman, if you ever get a chance to see him, go check out his shows. Probably the best visual display I've ever ever seen in a a concert. Mm
1: -hmm. Even um let me see we lost um what was it meatloaf a couple years ago. I love Meatloaf.
2: meatloaf. Oh, he was so I, awesome.
1: I love Meatloaf. I mean, he was one of my favorite singers. And I I just went on like TikTok one day and it's like R.I.P. I'm like, what? And I had to go on Google and it's like, no, I started crying because I love Meatloaf. I mean, wasn't he in some movies? Yes. Yeah, he was. The only one I think of, he was in... He was with, in
0: Fight Club, and he was in Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: Yep. And he was in with um, Patrick Swayze. Um, oh, that one movie. I can't remember. Oh, shoot. What Well, now I'm going to have it? to go
0: look it up. Yeah. But, but yeah, he... Um, I actually... that. So that's another Michigan question then for you, Wendy. Uh-huh. Is it DTE Music Theater, or is it Pine Knob?
2: Mm, have you I ever been
0: there for a concert? never been there for a concert well you might be too far away if you were up there but yeah basically it's like a, one of the smaller places but there's mm-hmm. really no bad tickets even mm-hmm. if you're sitting on the grass mm-hmm. but that's where i went to see meatloaf and that's what popped mm-hmm. in my head when i came up yeah you know so then what about michigan state or michigan wolverines
1: wolverines
0: oh excellent answer well done, well done. <laughs> yep go blue wolverine's let's go good. blue didn't
4: see you responding to that one
2: so, I don't
1: know. Well, she didn't live in Michigan. Yeah, it <laughs> oh, was Stater, or okay. Michigan, and I as Wolverines. You know, some I know one person. We gone really. Is that a football Sorry, team? Buddy?
3: Yes, it's Michigan well, It's, it's a Michigan. Whole, the whole thing. Yeah. I know the wrestling. So. I like the White Sox over the Cubs.
1: Yeah, we're we're Cubs fans. We love the Cubs. We. I we, just am a White Sox. Fan. You? Really? I didn't raise you right.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. There's begins. about to be a family fight right here on D yeah. radio
1: <laughs> What's your favorite football team? The Bears.
0: Chicago Bears? Like the 80s when they just owned yes,
3: everything? Yes, 80s, 90s. Yeah. What, uh, has, what, what Has the Bears even been to the playoffs or even won a Super Bowl recently?
1: Um, no, unless they won a couple years ago
3: when Urlacher no. was in 90. the thing. Many years ago, yeah,
1: <laughs> but they have to um build their team back up. But I have to say, the Lions, the Lions course, I mean, stop. I'm from a Michigan, I'm I'm oh, the yeah, Lions. The Lions they beat they beat the Chiefs last week,
0: yeah, they're actually starting to have an upsurge. Yeah, it's a and I crazy. Have
1: to say, I'm I'm I was actually shocked on that because okay, and I'm from Michigan, I don't root for the Lions, I was like really shocked they won. I'm like, oh my god, they won, and I'm like. From, I mean, they beat the Chiefs. I was like, holy crap, you know. But we're usually
0: pretty much just the Red Wings, and then sometimes the Tigers are good.
1: The, um, you see the Red red Wings,
0: um, the
2: Pistons.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. And the Pistons are sometimes really good too. In fact, they They, were like the, during my teenage years, they were the Kings.
1: Oh, yeah. My, when I was a teenager, too, there was the Pistons and the Bulls, they used to go back and forth. My late brother in law, he would have the games on and he would go back and forth um, between the Bulls and Pistons, but he was always a diehard Piston fan. And I I mean, it was actually, was it back in the early, late 80s, early 90s? I mean, they had, I mean, they were beating the Bulls. And that's when the Bulls came a dynasty, they like won so many games. <laughs> everybody, yep, I
0: remember those days. Everybody wanted this, to be um,
1: Michael Jordan. Yeah.
0: So, you go. You got, I want to take a moment to, to address the audience and just let you guys know that this is the reason why you tune into V-Radio, because we get you the real truth. We get you the deep, dark secrets you would have never heard anywhere else other than here with V-Radio and Johnny Walker Dread. Did you get to learn their musical taste? Did you get to learn their favorite sports teams? Did you get to learn their favorite ginger ale? That yeah. is why you need to support independent media over mainstream media. And you get to see them be human beings. They're not just subjects. They're people. You're going to get an opportunity to see them, you know, as real people. And, you know, I mean, where else were you going to go to find out? I mean, what we put in a description, be ready mm-hmm. for some shocking revelations. So now we know, for example, that Mackenzie listens to Motley Crue. Where would where you have learned that? Anywhere else. Nowhere else but here. <laughs> Oh, umboy
1: fan <laughs> someone said cowboy fan yes oh, i yes. was a, i was a cowboys fan and i still have my troy Aikman jersey over 25 years ago
0: wow i even yep. don't remember that one wow. yeah oh, it's crazy. still hanging up
1: in my closet and it's like i'm like i was going through it and i picked it out i'm like wow, this thing didn't break apart yet and it was like i was a cowboys fan a a long long
0: time ago <laughs> so super chat from mountain goddess she's one of my regulars uh-huh. thank you for giving us a little insight into your family you guys rock well we confirm that because one of them listens to motley crew and the other one listens to metallica and godsmack you know oh wait a minute wrong one <laughs> they were just joking with you but yes so in any <laughs> case um we've been at this now about two hours i don't know if they ever discussed with you how long you're going to be on but i really appreciate you guys coming on i think i heard Mackenzie mentioned being hungry and that's why she'd want us to discuss food. So, you know, but <laughs> mm-hmm. in any case, it's been awesome. And I hope that, you know, this also gives you guys an idea. You got to have some fun tonight talking about your life and talking about what kind of people you are. And yeah. I hope that you'll be interested in coming back sometime, you know, maybe under circumstances that are less about trying to clarify this kind of stuff and maybe just to comment on world events. Because um, sometimes we have panels for things like that. And you could just get to be people discussing, you know, your views on things. You know, um, so did anybody, Did Johnny, did you have anything else you wanted to go over with them before we're done?
4: Uh, no, I just do want to say uh, go Oklahoma, beat Texas. That's as far as the sports thing, uh, as far as I want to get that in there. But no, I really appreciate both of you coming on. This has been wonderful. And, and again, as Neil said, people get to see the side of you that, that they really needed to see
2: yeah
1: we're just normal people you know you know the situation you know no one i mean i don't wish this upon anybody you know and it's been difficult for my family and then the other families too you know i we're just normal people you know we do it's it's hard for everybody in this situation that's what i'm getting to Yeah. yeah
0: Well, I think that that, go go ahead, Johnny.
4: Yeah, I also want to say that um, all the viewers out there, especially the ones on Twitter, uh, like Robert Shurasha and Kayla and Ali and Tucker and all those, you know, when you go in there and you defend the Written House family, I take notice of it. It's not going unnoticed. We do appreciate everything that you do in
2: that regard. Mm -hmm.
0: I agree, and you know, thank you guys for you know for supporting us through this whole thing because. You know, we were generally the smaller channels covering this issue, but getting to the really dirty nitty gritty of it, you know, and there were a lot of people that, you know, got boosts from, you know, covering this situation, you know, and going forward, though, I hope that you guys can have a more normal life and that this becomes something that, you know, eventually you can even wake up one day and not think about, you know, and be able to just go forward with your lives because, you're obviously both very warm, you know, fun souls to be around. Those are one of the things I'm just think. I was like, geez, these are people I would hang out with, you know, and you know, and that's why I think it's it's one of the reasons I wanted to do this interview the way we did it because I think now, probably looking back on it now, like when you were getting ready to come on, you're like, oh man, I'm so nervous. What are we going to talk about? And then we you know, we have fun talking about burners, you know. Yeah, um, you know,
1: we're, we're just we're just normal people, you know. We just you know whatever i mean i always say past is a past your future is your future and your present is your present you you're the only one that can um you're the only one that can do what you in your present for your future your past you can learn from it and the mistakes and what happened you have to go through it you can't you wish you can go back and change it but you can't but you have to go forward to Make sure you're safe, your family's safe, and just go on. You can't dwell on, dwell about, I can't talk, dwell about the past. You just have to move forward. You know, there's a lot of people that were in, I mean, in the Renton House circle that was let go. Some are still in the circle, you know, some are family, and some is like, you know, see ya. But, you know, it's, you learn from, what you go through and what you don't want to go through again. And I look at it, I'm looking forward for the future and the present. And I'm the only one that can um, sign on my destiny. You know, it's it's what I make of it and what I choose, what I want to do in everything. I I'm choosing to stay away from the line, the The circus, the media circus. I don't want that. You know, I want to focus on my child, my children, my girls, my son. You know, I want the best for my children. You know, and that's how I want to look at. And you got people try to degrade you, try to um, break you down. You know, it. Some sometimes when you read it. It does hurt. Do cry. You know, they're just words. And they, I don't care no more. You know, at one point it it did hurt. Yeah, and it did bug me. And I I had to get more, have tougher skin, and just say, I don't care no more. You can post it all you want, but I know there's somewhere out there, people out there will defend my family. No matter what, I mean, defend my family and go for like, hey, this is not it. You didn't watch the trial or hey, this this is what re- actually really happened. There's some people did not watch the trial. And still posting like posting like what they heard on the TV. what they
0: want to believe.
1: Once <laughs> so or-
4: that's really what it's about.
1: You know? and or
0: they what they want other people to believe. That's yes. all, that's been the kind of ongoing theme, unfortunately. You
1: know, you know, to me, I it's like it's been three years. It's been three years. You know, and it's hard to move forward when someone's always trying to pull you back and this suck you back in. Like, oh, you did this, you did that. It's like I I don't want I don't want that. I just want to move forward. Go to work, take care of my daughters, my son, my my cat, my dogs, you know, you know, and just be a family, be kinda of normal, if you want to call it that, what is normal? You know, a lot of things. I just want I just want the circus to end and just be who I am. One day I wanna probably wanna get married again, but
0: but well, it, you did meet a guy. So. I know,
1: but uh, <laughs> I don't know. We're just taking it slow. Uh, but he doesn't know. Fair enough. He, Fair yeah, enough. he doesn't know that. I um, mean, he, he's not political. I asked him. I said, "Are you a political person?" Because you know how you have to. <laughs> see, he goes, "No, I don't watch politics. I don't." I'm like, I said, I got that vibe. You don't do that crap. And I'm like, good. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, maybe, but you know, one day at a time but I want my girls to go out, go to school, go to college, Kyle to go to college or do what my kids love to do. You know, Perfect. And it's hard, you know, especially with this economy. Now it's like we're working paid paycheck, you know, it's right. very, very hard. You know, it's, it's some days you have to look, okay, which bill do you have to cut a little bit to make rent? It's it's been difficult. Very difficult. But people think I'm have all this money. <laughs> no, right. I don't. No, I don't. Lawyers. Lawyers are very, very, very expensive. And there's lawyers that took advantage of you and sucked. Okay. Hold yep. on, right. hold on.
4: Let's let's not go there. Uh, again, I just want to step in because I'm wanting to make sure that we walk away
0: from this feeling good about everything. Yeah,
1: else. I mean, yeah, I mean, you right. know, it's. I, I don't mean, want to
0: lose the afterglow from all the great yeah. conversation we had earlier.
1: Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it's 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 like um, last interview I did was almost three years ago, and I stepped away from it mm. when you asked. Dom's mom about, hey, blah, blah, you know, can, let's talk, can, I want to talk to Wendy and stuff, we'll do it. and I thought about it, I, and I'm like, I want to tell my story, how my family went through with this ordeal, I wanted people to know who Wendy and Mackenzie and Faith is, because we were shot into this um, thing of being that's Kyle's mom, that's Mackenzie, so those are Mackenzie, I mean, Kyle's sisters. I'm Wendy, that's Mackenzie,
0: right? Like she said at the I, beginning, I, I'm, I'm actually Wendy. Mackenzie. My I, I, my name is not Kyle's sister,
1: mom. Yeah. My mom's gonna steal my slogan. Oh, I'm sorry, baby, <laughs> but you know,
2: we're just I'm gonna get regular that people. Part.
1: you know. Yeah, you know, I, I enjoy, I mean, I was before this incident, I was happy, go lucky, try and have a smile on face. And some people, if I don't smile, they, I have the RBF face. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I'm, I like to make people laugh. I would, I would, if I get one person to laugh one day, I'm like, okay, that's, I, I did my job. I always like want to make people laugh, and that's how I am. It's like I'm always like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, "Hey, ha- hey, how you doing, Stan?" Or "Hey, whatever," you know. Right. I'm I'm that person. I was that. I was that person. You know, but now it's like sometimes you have to look over your shoulder. But now, and I mean, you have to look over your shoulder and within those three years. Now it's like I can take a deep breath and walk outside knowing that I'm just a face in the crowd. And that's what I want to be. I want just to just be a face in the crowd, crowd, not worried to seeing who's behind me want to um, stick me with a knife or, or choke me to death. That's that's I don't want that no more. I just want to be that face in the crowd.
0: So when, you you now, just, you know, when you look over your shoulder now, just, you know, when you look over your shoulder now, just consider that we got your back. You <laughs> well, at all
1: times, like if I'm not, if I'm in the ghetto, I'm going, like, at least 90. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Mackenzie, do you have any final thoughts?
3: Um, no, I just have to go to the bathroom really bad. <laughs> I've been sitting well, here you know, for, like, six You've heard minutes, that
0: here, like, guys. Exclusive knowledge about Mackenzie's need to go to the bathroom so
3: yeah
0: any case did you have anything final johnny before we go off i usually talk to people briefly off the air after the show if that's okay with you guys i promise won't be more than a minute but um but was there anything else johnny well first
4: of all go to my channel and subscribe to my channel the johnny walker dread show uh i would just like to thank everybody uh, who has helped uh, wendy and mackenzie and the the rittenhouse family um on social media correcting the record constantly Um, You see something disparaging, you'll see like 30 responses, and they're all solid, um, you know, straightening the record out. Uh, I really appreciate everything that you do in that regard. And I don't know if there's anything else I'd like to uh, uh, bring up. I am, by the way, absolutely annihilating Rashad Ritchie, the blowhard. So if you're interested in (laughs) seeing me, uh, take him down um he wrote a book recently on quantum physics and unfortunately for him that's my area so i've been uh kind of trading my guns on him so i don't know check out my, what was that
1: i don't know who that is
4: <laughs> sorry he's oh, you don't want to know he's, yeah see? he's a race grifter and um. Um, so it's I best I that you probably don't because but...
0: he would drive you crazy. You're mm-hmm. better off just not part, turning it yeah, even on But he and me, I but... you know Johnny and I work in this business of correcting people when they're lying and he's he's somebody who does a lot of lying. Oh. Yeah. So I guess so as far as my final outro guys, if this is your first time checking out V radio, you can go back into my archives and see an awful lot of interviews uh, with different people involved with this. Um, my documentary got um, got the first actual shooter identified. Joshua Zeminski he actually argued with me in my chat at one point I I remember
1: that I remember that
0: and then um, same thing I I I argued with Gage Grosskirtz at one point too go ahead and say what you were going to say
1: I it was about the court thing Um, Mm -hmm. Kyle was on trial and there was a recess and when I was walking out Zeminski was sitting like like seven feet away from me. And I was standing there and he was just laughing. My eyes just locked on him. I was frozen and I was shaking. And I was like, and, um, one of my security guards was with me to he's like, come on, mom. And he was like, budget. I could not move. And I, cause I was, I was like, dad, like deer in the headlights. Look, just looking at, he's just smiling and laughing. Thought it, this was a joke.
0: Well, he thinks it's funny on his way to prison now. So, but yeah, yeah it um, is
1: what it is. You know, it is what it is. You know, I moved past that, put it in my rear view. You know, I have to look forward to my future and my present. You know, you know, it is what it is. And we'll talk so <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. so and if you guys want to you can go to hy.page slash v radio where you can find me on bit odyssey rumble all of those places because the mm-hmm. algorithm does not appreciate us if you cannot afford to support us financially um you can if you can support us you can go to bit i'm not sorry bit paypal subscribe star mm-hmm. patreon um this is pretty much the only thing i do other than um coaching so because i'm disabled but if you know if you can't do that, then at least share the links to our streams because um, the algorithm doesn't like people who tell the truth. They begrudgingly accept people who get a really big audience, but if you're a smaller creators like Johnny and I, the algorithm does not like us. So you can share our stuff, and that's one of the best ways to support us. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in tonight. We are going to go ahead and go off the air. I'll talk to you guys briefly when we're done. And if you guys have not, you know, again, subscribe to Johnny Walker. Make sure that you do. I have a lot of channels that are in my recommended channels mm-hmm. that you guys might also like if you enjoy his content you know strategic eyes logical checkmate good logic um, he's one of my favorite of the uh, law tuber guys you know they're all been highly supportive of me in the past and I you know I look forward to that cross promotion is what we do so thanks again guys for tuning in thank tonight
1: I want I want to say oh, thank you ahead. for having let's oh, say thank you for having me and Mackenzie on and for You guys breaking down all the videos and doing all the breaking down of the papers. Um, Johnny was almost one. Yeah, the trial stuff. Thank you so much. Even the small time media, there's so many of them. Only one that pops in my head is Elijah Schaefer. That's the only one that pops in my head. I know there's more, but I just know Elijah. That's it, you know, because it's been years. Three years of the small uh, media. Um, Drew Hernandez. Aman- uh, um,
0: Drew Hernandez.
1: Yes, Hernandez. I, I love him to death. He's he's one of my favorites. I and um, if it wasn't for the small time media people videotaping that night, there would be another outlook in life.
2: Oh, yeah. And I want to.
1: I want to thank. All you guys for your support, your love, and everything—you know—if it wasn't for you guys, I don't know where my family would be. Well, but we appreciate awesome. that,
0: and that's why we did it was just to see justice be done. So, mm-hmm. thanks mm-hmm. again, everybody, for tuning Thank in you. to V Radio. All right, goodbye. Bye.